Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have some, these are tiny observations about Americans that people from other countries are making. Oh no. That it, they're funny. Okay. So I thought we could <laughs> I thought we could discuss these. First one, do Americans really have to stand for the pledge of allegiance or is that just fictional? Um did we I think we yes, did. Yes, we yeah. had to stand yeah. uh, every morning in elementary school at least. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Didn't we have to put our hand over our heart or something? Yeah. Stupid shit. Yeah, and you're supposed to do that with the national anthem, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Someone wants to know, do Americans really put butter on their popcorn? Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) What else are you supposed to put on it? (laughs) Uh, Do Americans really have lockers in schools that they show us in films? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have lockers. Yep. Some of these are like, what? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Why don't you? Right. <laughs> do you have to carry your shit everywhere? This one says, do Americans really take pills out of an orange bottle and swallow a bunch of them without any water? Or is that just on TV? I think that's just on TV, the no water thing, because that bothers me. Yeah, I've taken pills without water before, yeah, but they're usually teeny tiny. Yeah, and it's an emergency usually. Yeah, but, but no. Not usually. and But yes, they are in orange bottles. Yes, they are. Uh, do Americans really eat that much lasagna? Because it mm. always, see, it mentioned in games and movies, like, there's some lasagna in the fridge. Yeah. Lasagna is great. And also, almost every single time you make lasagna, there are leftovers. Oh, yeah. So, and the leftovers are always better yes. than when you first make it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it says, why is Skype so common in American TV shows? Like, it's everyone just has Skype. Do Americans really all just have Skype? I don't have Skype. I mean, we we all have access to right. yeah, it's multiple all, different kinds. Yeah. Do Americans really party at bonfires, or is that just a TV thing? It's totally a thing. Yep. Bonfires are so fun. Yeah. And they're usually around Halloween time because it's mm-hmm. cool outside. So you stay by the fire and you drink and... Roast marshmallows yeah. and... S'mores. Yep. Next one, do Americans really eat bacon and pancakes for breakfast? Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. Why (laughs) is that weird? (laughs) It goes together. (laughs) Do Americans actually do Renaissance fairs or is Hollywood lying for attention? I think we do have Renaissance fairs. There are Renaissance fairs. I've never been to one and I've never heard of them. I would love to go to one. Yeah, that would be fun. I would love to go. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah, it they has to happen during the summer because it's outside. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to look that up. We do. Uh, do Americans really call them candy bars? Yes. yes. <laughs> what else? What do you call them? That's what they're called. <laughs> um, it says, is homecoming and prom not the same thing? Do Americans actually have two formals in a year? Yes. Yes. 
if not more. Yeah. Wasn't there's like a winter formal? And homecoming is usually semi formal. Yeah. It's so it's not like prom. Prom is like all decked out yeah. and like the formal of the year. Yeah. But you usually dress nicer for homecoming. And like um they usually have like a holiday dance. Yeah, usually. the winter like a winter formal. Yeah. yeah. Did you just say that? Yeah. No. Do Americans really not say bye when hanging up the phone? Some do, and it's very rude. I always say bye. Well, it's usually males, in my experience, that don't say bye. They just hang up. Oh. Oh, it's rude not to say bye. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is rude. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden they're gone. You're like, uh. Yeah. Okay, bye. If you're rude, you do that. But Yeah. Do Americans really ask to thank the chef for their food directly, or is that only a thing in movies? I've never done that. I... I think there are people out there that would do that, possibly, but I've never done that. Yeah. Uh, do Americans actually put marshmallows on sweet potatoes? Yes! yes. Hell it's yes! great, actually. It's yummy. Do Americans really eat ice cream mixed with soda? Yes! yes. So good! Rubier float? <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, do Americans really have a thing for summer camps? In the same way they do in films. Yes, there are summer camps. Yes. They're actually fun when you're I, little. I've never been to one. You didn't go to school? Mm-hmm. Oh, I went with um, brownies, like oh. Girl Scouts. Yeah, no, I never did that. It was like a fun experience that I was happy to get out of the way. You know what I mean? No, like you just wanted to see what it was about yes, and then you were done. yes. Okay, this one's weird. Do Americans really eat dinner at six or seven? Yeah. When do you eat dinner? Yes. I mean, it could be anywhere between five to eight. Yeah, usually. But yes. When do when do other people eat dinner? I don't. Are know. Are we weird? I don't know. Hmm. Do Americans really have cafeterias with cafeteria lines and lunch ladies who give you trays of stuff? Like, everyone gets the same thing depending on the day. Because I've never seen that in real life. Yeah. yeah. we In school. Yeah. We get what's for lunch that day. Yeah. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> this one is funny. You can tell. I believe this person is uh, probably from the UK. Do Americans really not own kettles? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Do you mean you just microwave the water? <laughs> Some Americans we, don't own kettles. I do not own a kettle. I own a kettle. I but own a Keurig. Yeah. That yeah. I put get hot water out of. But we don't drink tea no. like you do. No. Not in the least. No. <laughs> this one's funny. Do Americans really call the TV remote a clicker? By the way, I'm watching Seinfeld. <laughs> There's there's many names. There's remote. There's clicker. There's, there's tuner, tuner. <laughs> which I don't think anyone but our family has ever called it that. But that was our mother. Yes, she made up names for everything. Yes, dingers. Yes. Oh my god, a dinger. <laughs> a dinger, by the way, is a hair tie. Hair tie. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. This one's funny. Do Americans actually eat corn dogs? Uh, yeah. 
They are so good. So good. Well, I ate them when I ate meat, I should say. <laughs> but they were totally good back then. Yes. I just had one not too long ago. <laughs> this one's funny, too. Do Americans really just order a pizza and call it a meal? <laughs> yes. What else is it? I think they're just saying, like, just a pizza is your meal. Yes. Like, people probably have breadsticks and salad and, oh. you know. No, I when I order a pizza, I just it's order a pizza. pizza. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe breadsticks. I never order breadsticks. Maybe breadsticks for me. Every great once in a while we'll get um, chicken. Oh, like the wings? Chicken wings, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do Americans really never let their pet cats go outside? Uh, my cats have never they're, been outside. Yeah, they're inside. If they're outside cats, yeah, we let them go outside. But I personally have a cat that is scared to death to go outside. Will not do it. My cats are <clears throat> curious. But no, I do not let them out. Yeah, he's totally curious. And he'll actually walk out onto the back patio but he stays right by the door. You no, know, I wouldn't. Like, I don't even attempt because yeah. if one of them gets out, I'll never catch them. I'll never catch them. Oh, they won't go far. My cat got out once. He 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 got onto the back patio, and we let the dogs out and shut the door, and he didn't make it back in, and it started to downpour. <laughs> poor cat ran under the shed that we have in the back, and. I was sitting in my bedroom and I kept hearing a meow and I was like, where is he? What is going on? And it was really faint, you know, because it was outside yeah. it was pouring down rain. So I walk, I like open the back door and I just hear him <laughs> just so mad. He's so mad. But he ran back in. Like oh. he could not wait to like, get back fuck in there. This, <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, do Americans really sit on the rooftops of their house, or is that just what they do in movies? I've done that before. Yeah, if you've got the house to do it, totally mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I can't do it in this house. But yeah, no, I can't do it in mine I did either. It, but, it, but yeah, if yeah. you've got a two-story and you have a window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, we sit on the roof. Do Americans actually go to Walmart? Like, is that a thing? Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I fucking hate Walmart, but I go because it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, do Americans really leave their car keys under the sun visor for any mm, passing thief to find? I do not. Absolutely no. not. No. We're not that dumb. Well. Well, some people probably. Maybe people, I, yeah. I think, are that, that dumb, but yeah. we are not. <laughs> Uh, do Americans actually call people twerps as an insult? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or as a joke, I guess. Yeah, that's that was more like a 50s little, yeah. insult. You little twerp. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Do Americans really call their sons son, or is that just in TV? Um... We call him... I call... I mean, sometimes... When I'm talking about him, I'll say my son... But I not when mean, I'm talking to him. No. I think they mean like, come here, son. Let me, you oh, know what I mean? Like, no, I, do, I don't do that. Uh, Aaron has done that before. Mm. Do Americans really do the whole dissecting a frog thing in school? Yes. Yes, unfortunately. Yes, and it's 
stinks and it's gross. It, yeah, it smells up the whole hallway too. That so smell. Gross. Yeah, it's just oh yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Do Americans really eat peanut butter and jam together? Yes. yes! Try it. It's it good. So good. It's good. Do Americans actually have toys in their cereal? Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they still do that, don't they? I have no idea. I think that was more of a, like, 80s probably thing. I think now you have to, like, enter in codes, and, oh. you know, on the internet. Shoot, I remember getting those boxes, and oh, I would yeah. dig through them yeah. when I first opened them until I found it. Yeah, I was the youngest. So when I oh, got one. Oh, you probably never got Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> When I actually got one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> oh, poor baby baby. I know. I didn't get anything. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> so mistreated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do Americans really say hi to you in public, even if you don't know them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talk to each other like we know each other. It's stupid. Do Americans actually say douchebag? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny. Do Americans actually have pizza parties at school? If we got a reward, it was just like a chocolate, like quality. Oh, yeah. Well, like um, a couple of brands that they have that mm. I've never heard of. Um, but yeah, there's pizza parties at yep. school. Yeah, they still do them too. Yep. And my last one, do Americans really make an entire pot of coffee in the morning and have it sitting there all day instead of making a cup when they want one? I used to do that, but now that I have the Keurig, I just do the cup when I want one. (laughs) Okay, so this week I am doing Creepy Unsolved Mysteries. Cool. This first one, I know we've done it before, but I don't know if it's one that actually made it oh, okay. to an, an episode. Okay. The Faces of Belmez. The appearance of strange human faces in Belmez began on August 23rd, 1971, when Maria Gomez Camara, wife of Juan Pereira, I don't know, and... A housemaker complained that a human face was formed on her concrete kitchen floor. Her husband destroyed the picture with a pickaxe, only to have it reappear on the floor. The mayor of Belmez prohibited the destruction of the image, and instead the concrete floor was cut and taken for study. For the next 30 years, the Pereira... I don't know how to say that. Uh, family claimed that faces continued to appear of both male and female and of different shapes and sizes. Later, when the floor of the house was dug, it was found to contain the remains of humans. It was speculated that a graveyard existed underneath the house. That is creepy. That is weird. Even if there were people under the house... How did their faces get in the concrete? I don't know. Especially if they, like, broke it up and they just came back. Oh. What is that? That's creepy. That is creepy. Uh, La Mancha Negra. La Mancha Negra, or the Black Stain, is a mysterious black substance that has oozed from roads in Caracas, Venezuela. Did I say that right? 
I think so. It first appeared in 1986. Since then, this mysterious black goo has caused more than 1,800 people to die in road accidents. After conducting two decades of research and spending millions of dollars to identify the substance and its origin, there's no definitive explanation for this mysterious black stain. Weird. You'd think that would be like oil or something. That's what it seems like, but they they would be able to coming back. And where's it coming from? And they would be able to tell if it was oil. Yeah, you would think so. Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Uh, the Pollock twins. In 1957, two sisters, Joanna, 11, and Jacqueline, 6, Pollock, were killed in a tragic car accident. A year later, their mother gave birth to twins, Jennifer and Jillian. Then it gets weird. Jennifer, the younger twin, had scars and birthmarks on her body that were identical to Jacqueline's, the younger deceased sister. The twins began to ask for toys that had belonged to the deceased girl's toys they had no knowledge of they stated one day that they wanted to go to a park they'd never been to before but joanna and jacqueline had in one instance their mother watched them play a game in which jennifer laid on the floor with her head in jillian's lap pretending that she was dying her sister said the blood's coming out of your eyes that's where the car hit you but their parents hadn't discussed the accident with the girls ever This led psychologist Dr. Ian Stevenson to conclude that it was likely the twins were reincarnations of their sisters. Apparently, at age five, the odd behavior stopped along with any sign that they were connected to their departed sisters, and Jennifer and Jillian grew up as normal, happy kids. They were absolutely reincarnated. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Definitely. Cannot argue with that. I mean, that's definitive proof. It's crazy. The Rain Man. For one week in 1983, a young man named Don Decker was the center of a series of strange phenomena, which developed after the death of his grandfather. He was said to have acquired control over the surrounding weather to make rain whenever he wanted or wherever he wanted. Even it rained inside a house, a restaurant, and a prison cell. The strange ability makes him famous all over the world with the name of the Rain Man. Weird. The doll that aged. Ew, what? Look at the picture. Oh my. When dolls age, they tend to look quite creepy. Hair falls out, color fades, cracks appear, and at times the eyes go missing. It's a natural process that comes with time and neglect. But this doll is different. A couple who had children, one birthday or Christmas, they bought their young daughter a doll. Although the doll had been well played with, it was still a rather good condition when it was placed in an attic and forgotten about. Eleven years later, the family was having a clean-out of the attic when they stumbled across this rather odd-looking doll. The doll was wrinkled and aged like a person does, though much more rapidly. Therefore, it has led many to believe it to be a haunted living doll. So that picture was it? I don't, it, I don't know if that was actually it or not. Because it looked like an old person. Like an old person. Yeah. Like wrinkly and... Oh, that is fucking weird. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, it could depend on what material it's made out of. and I guess, stuff. yeah. I guess you just don't know. The Devil's Footprints were a phenomena that occurred during February 1855 around the ex-estuary 
in East and South Devon, England. After a heavy snowfall, trails of hoof-like marks appeared overnight in the snow covering. These footprints, most of which measured about 4 inches long, 3 inches across, between 8 and 16 inches apart, and mostly in a single file, were reported from more than 30 locations across Devon and Dorset. It was spread up to a total distance of some 16 kilometers through the houses, rivers, haystacks, snow-covered roofs, high walls, and various sewage pipes. Some people believe that the footprints were the tracks of Satan. Many theories have been put forth, but none of them has ever been able to explain this phenomenon. It was rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my devil footprints were. They do look fucking weird. They do. And they look like hoof prints. They do. And like gigantic. Giant foot stride yes. and the link yeah yeah there it was rabbits it, i almost yeah. guarantee yeah it <laughs> probably was oh they're not scary at all <laughs> <laughs> the phantom girl during the digitalization of a series of photographs that dated back to the early 1900s the authority of krasno yark's regional museum in siberia found this mystical tiny girl in around 20 different images and in four glass negatives. The startling thing was that the little girl is always dressed in white, standing in the same position with the same expression on her face, and always she occupies a discreet position in the photographs. Her dress and boots change, but her demeanor is always the same. Although she is suspected to be related to the photographer, no one has yet to come forward forward to identify the mysterious young girl. Weird. That is weird. The The disappearance of Anjikuni Village. In 1932, a Canadian fur trapper went to a village near Anjikuni Lake in Canada. He knew this establishment very well as he would often go there to trade his fur and spent his leisure time. On this trip, when he arrived at the village, he sensed something was wrong there. He found the place to be completely empty and silent, even though there were signs that there were people in the village a while ago. He then found that a fire was left burning, with stew still cooking on it. He saw the doors were open and foods out waiting to be prepared. It seemed that hundreds of Anjikuni villagers had simply vanished into thin air. To this day, there is no proper explanation for this mass disappearance of the Anjikuni village. We've definitely done that before, and it's still fucking weird. It is. There's no explanation. And there's more detail to that, too. Yeah. But... But the... Like, they just picked up in the middle of whatever they were doing and just disappeared. Yeah. Just... Gone. And the... It like the timeline. It, the whole thing is just so fucking weird. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Severed feet keep washing up on British Columbia shores. It's not uncommon for bodies to wash up on beaches, but for one beach in British Columbia, severed feet have consistently been floating ashore for the past several years, causing numerous theories, from serial killings to shark attacks to human trafficking to be put forth but nobody knows exactly why this happens that's creepy like where are they coming from seriously (laughs) where are these people are they missing them or are they dead 
don't know. <laughs> the Screaming Mummy. Ooh. A mummy whose face is full of agony was discovered in 1886. His expression isn't the only odd thing about him. The mummy has all of its organs intact, which wasn't com a common mummification process. Some think it was murder, poisoning, or even a case of being buried alive. Once National Geographic investigated the po possibility that the mummy is of Prince Pentor, the son of Pharaoh Ramses III, who was thought to have planned his father's murder. This is conjecture, though, and the story of the Screaming Mummy remains a mystery to date. Holy shit, that's terrifying. Yeah. That sounds like some sort of punishment. Yeah, it does. Oh my Definitely. god. The Strange Case of Walter Summerford. A man named Walter Summerford was struck by lightning three times in his life. After his death, his gravestone was also struck. Is this just a coincidence? God hates him. Yeah, he oh did my something God. bad. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. It's like, and take this last one too, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, is this your nice gravestone? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit. <laughs> That's funny. S.S. <laughs> Orang Med Midden Mid Orang Medan Orang Medan yeah. Okay All officers including captain are dead lying in chart room and bridge possible whole crew dead This message was followed by indecipherable Morse, Morse code then one final grisly message I die These chilling words were heard in a distress call picked up by a number of ships near Indonesia from the Dutch freighter SS Orang, Orang Medan in February 1948. When a rescuer ship arrived at the location, the sea seemed to be very calm and silent. Right then, the Orang Medan exploded and sank to be never found again. To this day, no one knows what happened to the ill-fated ship. <clears throat> Navy Blimp L-8 In 1942, a Navy Blimp called the L-8 took off from Treasure Island in the Bay Area on a submarine spotting mission. It flew with a two-man crew. A few hours later, it came back to land and collided into a house in Daly City. Everyone on board was in its proper Everything on board was in its proper place. No emergency gear had been used, but the crew... The crew was gone. They were never found. Creepy. That's another one where they just seem to pick up and go. It's like, did they fall out somehow? Or No idea. I don't think you can on a blimp. Was that a blimp? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think you can on a blimp. I was thinking of a... I don't know. Creepy, though. Hmm. I don't know. The Crying Boy. In the decade of 80s, A series of bizarre fires broke out and destroyed many homes and businesses in England. All cases were linked with a collection of paintings known as the Crying Boy. After the devastation of each fire, only the paintings would survive mysteriously, and soon they were labeled as the Cursed Paintings of Crying Boys. The Existence of the Human Soul In 1901, a doctor named Duncan McDougall tried to prove the existence of the human soul. 
To do this, he measured the weight of terminally ill patients before and at the moment of their deaths. He had six patients who all experienced weight loss at the moment of their death, with the average loss of weight being 21 grams. Is this the weight of a human soul? I heard there is a, like, a part of a person that they don't exactly know what it's made up of. Like, they still don't. I think that might be the soul. Mm. Disappearance of David Lang. On 23rd September of 1880, David Lang, a farmer, disappeared in front of his family and friends. He was walking across a field towards them, waving hello. Suddenly, he was gone. The area was searched for months, but nothing was found. The family was very frightened. Though it was a great tragedy for the family, Mrs. Lang refused to move her family away until her husband was found. Seven months later, while their daughter was playing, she heard her father crying for help. She found nothing but a circle of dead grass in the place where he was seen for the last time. She screamed for her mother, and Mrs. Lang ran to her daughter. She could still see the circle of dead grass, but she now couldn't hear her husband. This event really frightened her, and she finally moved her family to another town. Yeah, that's creepy. Um, what the fuck? Was he in another dimension? I don't... Yeah, he, he had to have been. Into an- he had to have been. Oh, my God horrifying it is like we could just disappear at yeah. any moment she's like waving to our family and then oh my oh. god where oh my god where'd he go strange accident in 2002 a car was reported running off the road in surrey england by multiple witnesses police arrived at the spot and found no signs of a crash after a careful search of the car and the driver christopher chandler were finally found, but it was revealed that the accident occurred five months earlier. So was this a residual haunting or it was mass hysteria? That is fucking crazy. Okay, so that... it They they wrote it very strange. Yeah. So basically, people saw this car crashing. There was a car. They found the car, but it was like five months old. Yeah, it was... Obviously, it hadn't just happened. Right. That's creepy. That was their ghost. Absolutely. Come find us. (laughs) Mysterious dust veil. In 526 AD, there was a worldwide dust cloud that blocked out the sun for a full year, resulting in widespread famine and diseases. More than 80% of Scandinavia and parts of China starved to death. 30% of Europe died in epidemics and empires fell. The exact reason behind the dust veil remains unknown. That's creepy. How do they know that? I don't know. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Stolen Boeing 727. In 2003, a Boeing 727 was stolen from an Angola airport. It took off without clearance and flew out over the Atlantic with its lights and transponder switched off and was never seen again. Oh. <laughs> Ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dancing plague. In 1518, a dancing plague struck Stratus Strasbourg. Anyway, whereby hundreds of people danced fervently in the streets over the period of a month. Some suffered heart attacks or strokes, and many others died from sheer exhaustion. Why this happened remains unexplained till this day. 
It's so weird and hilarious. I know. What the fuck is that? Wait, why? <laughs> and I have to know what their dancing was back then. <laughs> like, what did that look like? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is my last one. The mysterious handprint. For 20 years, a mysterious handprint was visible on a Chicago fire station's window. It could not be cleaned off, buffed off, or scraped off. Many believed it belonged to Francis Levy, a firefighter who was cleaning that very window when he predicted his own imminent death in 1924. Weird. And that's all I got for those. All right. And I just have some ghost stories. First one, when I was around five, my aunt got diagnosed with cancer, so my mom left me at my dad's for over a month to be able to care for her 24-7. One night, I woke up crying and asked if my mom came with my aunt. When my family questioned me, I said my aunt came to say goodbye and that she loves me and will take care of me, but did my mom come with her? I miss my aunt. Five minutes later, the phone rang, and it was my mom telling us my aunt had just passed. Mm, I knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Next one, my Uncle Bill died when I was four. He and I were incredibly close. He was my favorite and I was his. I lived in Colorado, but he went down to Alabama, but we went down to Alabama for his funeral. I'm 31 now, so I don't remember him actually visiting me, but I do remember telling my mom, Mom, Uncle Bill says it's going to snow. My mom calmly reminded me that Uncle Bill was gone and we were in Alabama in 1995. It doesn't snow here. Uncle Bill and I got the last laugh when we all woke up the next day and it was snowing in Alabama. Very lightly, (laughs) but it was there. That's funny. (laughs) Next one, my mom died when I was a pretty young adult. I couldn't get her to answer the phone, so I went to her house to check on her and found her body. My mom's sister and I have always been very close. When she came into town for the funeral, we decided to spend the night at my mother's for a few nights to feel closer to her and be amongst her things. We were sitting in the living room with her cat. When we found her, her cat was curled around her head. She loved that cat. We were talking about her life, and it got a little bit deep. We were both crying and hoping she was at peace. Suddenly, the cat who had been sitting in between us jumped up and started hissing at the fireplace. Then the flue to the fireplace slammed shut really loud and scared the shit out of us. We then heard footsteps above us in her bedroom where she died. It was scary and not comforting for us or the cat. My mom committed suicide and had been really despondent after my dad died. She was also the kind of person who never wanted anyone to feel sorry for her. I think we got too personal about her life and pissed her off. I have several other uncomfortable moments in her house while cleaning it out. My then eight-year-old son and I were packing boxes and her bedroom door slammed shut. It was a nice day, no windows were open or doors. My son looked at me and asked, why is Granny so sad? (laughs) Next one, my grandmother coming to me in a dream to tell me she died. I was in China at the time when I called my home and my family and girlfriend lied about it. The next night I had the same dream and called home to check, check in and they lied again. I finally got my girlfriend to admit it and the dream stopped. When I got home, I was told the last thing my grandmother said was to uh, asking for me by name. Aww. Uh, my grandmother was in hospice and we received the news that she had passed away. My dad and I were on the back porch hanging out talking about everything. 
He seemed off, though. Yes, I know his mother passed, but this was different. He seemed off. I asked him about it, and he said he had the strangest dream the night my grandmother died. He was in the room with her in Michigan. We live in Virginia. My grandmother stood up, hugged, and kissed him, and told him everything would be okay. She proceeded somehow to walk out of some new door in the room that led to a green pasture with other relatives that had passed. He could only recognize his grandparents, the others he didn't know who they were, but something in his gut said they were other relatives my grandmother knew. It's crazy because when we talk about it, he doesn't act like it's a big deal. He was just having a crazy dream that was influenced by the situation. But he dreamed it the night she passed away. It was like the other relatives and her were telling him, it'll be okay. I'm better off now. Next one, my mom passed away in early November of 2005. I had gotten married at the end of May of that year, and she waited to tell the family that she was sick until the end of June. She didn't want to take away the joy of the baby of the family getting married. It was way too fast, and none of us were ready to let her go. We al she always said she wanted to go home, no hospital or hospice, said it for years, especially after my dad passed when I was 16. He passed at home, surrounded by all of us up until the end, and that was what she wanted too. In the house he built with his bare hands and the house they raised the family in. So that's what we did. Basically, her six children moved back home and stayed with her for the final two months. We took shifts to see her, her, our husband wives work during that time, but at any given point, there were four of us there 24 hours a day, making sure she was surrounded by love and never alone. Now, it, I didn't take her death well. I did everything that needed to be done and kept myself together, but we were close, and this was so fast and I didn't want to believe it. I can't tell you the number of times I caught myself calling her to then just stare at the phone mid-dial and realize she wouldn't pick up. A month after she passed, I was alone at, the, at my own home watching TV. It was only about 7 p.m., so dark at, the time, at that time of year in New England, when movement caught my eye on the left. 12 feet from me, my mom walked through the kitchen, stirring something in a bowl. She paused in the doorway, gave a little wave with her fingers from the hand wrapped around the bowl. As she lifted, as, as her head tilted with a smile and moved past the doorway. I was frozen to where I was sitting, so I called out mom and heard her laugh. Her healthy laugh from before she got sick and couldn't smile anymore, let alone laugh. I went to the kitchen, but there was nothing. I swear on my life that it was real. She was there. The uh, thing is, my mom was a great baker. She passed a lot of her recipes on to me, and while not as often as I would have liked, we baked together. It was time that made us both happy. We laughed, chatted, gossiped, and drank tea while we waited for some delicious concoction to come from the oven. To this day, whenever I make her cheesecake cookies, cream puffs, or meringues, I'm happy. I dance around the kitchen and stir the bowl and think of her and the time she visited me. She only visited me in my dreams since always to warn me or help me with a problem that I'm having. I like to think that she was able to muster the energy to come see me in person just this once so that I knew she was okay. I didn't have to be sad and she would always be there. That's nice. Yeah. Next one, my biological dad lives in a creepy old farmhouse he renovated. I was helping him build out the office late one night. He went to the bathroom and kept plunking away. 
I was on the floor and set my hammer down. I felt something, a presence, and looked to where I thought someone would be. Nothing. I reached back down for my hammer, and it's out of arm's reach, maybe five feet farther than, it, it w than where I set it down. I hadn't moved it at all. He comes back after he finishes and tell me, tells me what just happened. He laughed and said, the little girl must be playing with you. Um, the little girl what? He then tells me that every now and then he hears a little girl laughing and has even seen her. She's always wearing the same pair of overalls and just kind of wanders up around upstairs. I'm not one to believe in the paranormal experiences, but I have no explanation other than a little girl ghost wanted to play. <laughs> that would be so creepy. You go to reach down for something and it's like yeah. across the room. And like, how did it get there? No noise or yeah. anything. Oh my gosh. Uh, next one. My dad was remodeling an old house and stuff like this would happen. Oh, he was warned of this by the owners. He surprised me by telling me he'd explain out loud what he was doing during the remodeling so the ghost knew he wasn't there to ruin the house, but fix things that needed fixing. Replace things. The new owners love this house and want to keep it looking good, he'd say. Made him feel better. I encountered a ghost of a little girl once. She was in my parents' old house, which is where I grew up as a teenager. I heard a clear voice wake me up from sleep a few times, saying hello. I was never afraid and never thought much of it until, I ha until it had happened a few times. Then one night she laughed two distinct syllables, he he. I feel bad for her, honestly, both my ghost and yours. Imagine that being a kid trapped on the other side of a place you know unable to hardly do anything about it. You're alone, nobody can meaningfully interact with you, and worst of all are the other things that occasionally wander this side of reality with you. It's got to be terrifying. And my last one. My girlfriend and I were driving back to her parents' house when I was probably 17 or 18. We went down this one road and she screamed for me to swerve. I figured she saw deer. When I turned my head, I saw a woman dressed in white pushing a white bassinet. She was only holding, oh, also holding a boy's hand, and he was wearing white. They weren't in my rear view. Oops. That's creepy. Oh, they weren't in the view. No. That is creepy. And those are mine for the week. Okay. Mm. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. I did funny tweets. Okay. <laughs> my kids had money to spend at the store. My daughter bought a toy and my son bought a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> the, f the fact that my husband slept through a fire alarm last night speaks volumes about what our life with a newborn was like. Are you kidding me? That's fucking bullshit. Oh, my God. How do you sleep through a fire Seriously? alarm? Was he dead? <laughs> that would have been a whole different tweet. <laughs> School emails be like, Welcome to X Elementary. Your supply lists include everything you've already bought, but in a different color. Our drop-off time is 8.24. Students <laughs> arriving at 8.26 will be late. The PTA will need a donation equal to your mortgage. Welcome back. <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth? Oh, yeah. 
My mom told me I needed to learn how to relax more, so I dropped my kids at her house. (laughs) (laughs) That's very relaxing. Yes. (laughs) What a great idea. (laughs) My two-year-old made it through a two-hour drive, a two-hour wait at the airport where he read a book quietly to himself, an hour flight where he happily watched Finding Nemo on silent, a bus ride where he laughed the whole time, and then screamed the entire 15-minute drive home in our own car. Oh, my God. (laughs) My five-year-old son. Mommy, I'm Ashley. Me. You don't want to be called Cannon anymore? Him. I'm still Cannon, Mommy, but I need lotion. I don't get it. What he, say he said, I'm Ashley. <laughs> that was such a whole unnecessary conversation. <laughs> <sighs> when you have a baby, they give a lot of breastfeeding advice, but tonight I learned they should really give advice about what the fuck to say when your four-year-old asks what happens when we die. (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, really. Parenting is having a phone contact list filled with names like Amy Bailey's mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's sibling rivalry. Then there's my four-year-old daughter faking a phone call from her one-year-old brother's nursery to tell us that we don't have to collect him today because he's going to live there and now <laughs> he's going to live there now and he won't even miss us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the dad rule book states you must say we've got to stop money laundering every time you find a dollar bill in the dryer. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> I highly recommend my seven-year-old if anyone is looking to hire a professional interrupter. <laughs> Daddy, that chicken's ghost is going to hurt, is going to haunt you for eating it, and other terrifying shit my four-year-old casually says to me. <laughs> Do you imagine being haunted by everything you've eaten? Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Wow, that's bad. <laughs> you never loud. get to sleep. Yeah, never sleep. <laughs> My wife took our kids to the aquarium the other day, and then our five-year-old asked me if one weekend I could take us to outer space. Oh, that's such a great day plan. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> catch me in no outer space. Hell no. Mm-mm. Offered my daughter an apple, and instead of just answering, she said, cows make milk, bees make honey, and apples make pies. <laughs> like she was citing some kind of kindergarten oracle. <laughs> Citing from some kindergarten oracle. That's funny. (laughs) Expectant parent. What's it like being a parent? Me. Have you ever wrestled an alligator covered in Vaseline? Expectant parent. (laughs) Me. Don't worry, you'll learn. Yeah. Yelling out the answers to Blue's Clues to absolutely own my four-year-old and and his know-it-all friends. My kids won't stop bugging me for an in-ground pool, so tonight we're watching Poltergeist. (laughs) I love it. That is genius. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. (laughs) 
god. Oh, that's great. <laughs> my kid's bathroom looks like their toothpaste comes out of a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Find out what flavor of ice cream your kids hate and learn to love it. You yep. will thank me for this later. You're welcome. Absolutely. Once your kid can pump their legs on the park swings, the second half of your life begins. <laughs> Me. It's such a great feeling to be so loved by my family. My seven-year-old. Daddy, could you move over? You're sitting in my imaginary dog spot. <laughs> and that's all I got. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Send in your stories. We need them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, uh, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.